In today's episode, we'll be discussing House of Gucci, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Lady Gaga as Patrizia Regina, Adam Driver as Maurizio Gucci, Jared Leto as Paolo Gucci, Jeremy Irons as Rodolfo Gucci, Selma Hayek as Giuseppina Arima, Al Pacino as Aldo Gucci, Jack Huston as Domenico Del Sol, Reeve Carney as Tom Ford, Camille Cotton as Paolo Franchi, Vincent Riotta as Fernando Reggiana, and Joseph Kirker as Namir Kadar. The film was released on November 24, 2021 on a budget of $75 million. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Kendrick, we are back with House of Gucci. This is a story based on a true story. I mean, you know, some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no None of the names have changed in no. this. <laughs> um, you know, so it's a, it's a recount of Maurizio Gucci, mm-hmm. the murder of Maurizio Gucci by his ex-wife. Well, his wife, they never really got divorced, did they? She never signed those papers. Oh, not in, yeah, not in that, not at that time. But in real life, they they did. They had, okay, because yeah. I I I know very little. Like I never heard of this story, right? Until the movie started coming out, and then I started mm-hmm. digging in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I actually want to get the book and read it. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to. Some of the accounts are a little different than you know what. Excuse us. Excuse us. <laughs> what really happened and stuff like that, but it's pretty darn close, right? Pretty darn close. Well, I mean, anytime you have a movie like this, and the same thing with King Richard, right? Yeah, based on a true story. Great. It doesn't mean all the facts are right. right. It's and it's they have based. to Hollywood it up a bit, you know. Otherwise, it wouldn't be entertaining. Exactly. Like life is entertaining to a certain degree, right? Some shit you just can't make up, right? But some shit you have to make up to keep a solid through flow. line yep. and a flow to it, right? Flow. I'll tell you what, though. I'm going to start this off by saying, really, Scott? Fucking killing it this year. This Very is the second good. movie within two months he's released this year. Yeah. What was it? The Last Duel with yep. Adam Driver. Yep. And then The House of Gucci yep. with Adam Driver. And both of them were really good. And even in this one, I didn't think Adam Driver's performance was very muted because the his character was very muted. Right. Very tame, I, you know, quiet. Very tame, yeah. very quiet, and it didn't get lend a lot of uh, emotional, uh, you know, range for him. No, in but this movie. he sold it. They sold that yeah. part of it, which Absolutely. is really even harder. Isn't probably harder as an actor to do when it's like, hey, I don't want to overact this this part. Adam Driver is one of those once in a generation actors mm-hmm. that yeah. you're going to think fits into nothing. But fits into everything. everything. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about last duel, he was magnificent. Hell, yeah. even at Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. you cast him as Han Solo's son. Yeah. Who thinks he looks like Han Solo's and son? He grew into that part. I mean, the first time we saw I saw Kylo Ren, I was like, man, this dude's just a whiny little shit. But right. he grew into the part and you saw, oh, 
there was a purpose for that whiny little shit in yep. transitioning into who he became, you know? So yeah. it's no, it was so. Adam Driver vastly becoming one of my favorite actors. Yes. Anytime he yeah. shows up in anything anymore, any, not just because I'm a Star Wars junkie, but because he's just a fantastic actor. Anytime yeah. he shows up in something, I'm like, all right, I'm there. Like, let's go watch it. Yeah, right? no doubt. Uh, but I'll tell you who's also becoming on that list very quickly. Lady Gaga. Fucking Lady Gaga. <laughs> it, it's, you know. Boggling. It is mind boggling that she is able to do all of that. I mean, you know, obviously she's got just a dynamic singing career and all that. Writing music and all that. Won an, won an Oscar for best song. Uh, Star is Born. In, in Star is Born, yeah. Right. Uh, so you know, and was nominated for best actress in I'll the same what, movie. I'm not gonna lie; I thought that was a one off. Yeah, and then she goes and does this, and it's yeah. like, okay, no, she's clearly got some acting. I mean, yes, how many singers does. do you know that have that kind and of acting that kind of range? That is, that's yeah. yet again a once in a generation thing. Mm-hmm. And she does it so well too. Yeah. Like, holy crap, man! Yeah, no doubt. Fucking insane. Yeah, she I, she did the crazy. She did the normal, that she did the lovable. Like, you couldn't help but fall in love with her. Right. And you're like, damn. Like, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons is always fantastic. Yeah. Al Pacino, you're guaranteed to be entertained, right? Even though I think in this one, he kind of, you know, I think they didn't give him enough, either enough to work with, or they gave him, uh, I don't want to say... It almost seemed like he overacted in some of the scenes. They didn't give him enough room, right, to play. I, I mean, Al Pacino's such is a personality right. and yeah. such a force. Right. You have to give him room to maneuver, but they didn't. I mean, they gave him some room, exactly, but not typical Al Pacino flair. No, no, I agree. I'll tell you, like, <laughs> he was totally unrecognizable. Jared Leto, yeah, it, it, was, it was weird. He was goofy, yeah, but. He fit the character goofy. Like, it was... He, the, the whole point of the character is he was an idiot. I think here's the thing. I think they gave him bad uh, direction or bad um, study on that character. Because they... You know, I've like, I talked to you a little bit about... They... You know, Tom Ford, who comes in the movie a little later, we'll right. get to that, um, wrote an article and said, you know, he, he remembers Paulo. He's like, look, you know, he was never that. He was, you know, quirky. Yeah. But he wasn't like mentally incompetent as they tried to, they portrayed him in this movie. He was the comedic relief. That's what he was, was. basically. Dramatic comedic relief is what he was. And he fit the role, I'm not going to say perfectly, but enough. I think Leto did a great job with what he did. Absolutely did. Definitely. He's a character actor. That's what he does. Dude, he's the Lon Chaney of this day. Yeah. I mean, seriously, there's nothing that I can see that he does, you know, whether it be getting into makeup mm-hmm. or just a character, di- changing different characters and different personalities. He has done it all. He really has. I mean, it's like. And, and hard and, to think he started off as a singer. Well, too. yeah. 30 Seconds of Mars, yep. man. He was. And I couldn't. And that's what I, you know, when I saw him the first time in a movie, I was like, who the fuck this is this guy? guy? Doing? Why is he? Why is he doing this? He's a he's an actor, too. Right. It's like, oh. Yeah, we're right. actually in a group that was kind of successful for a little bit. Um, but and in the fact that he never ages. No, he doesn't. He's, He's perpetually stuck in that yeah, that look. It's like Paul Rudd. Paul yeah. Rudd's aging backwards. Yeah. So, yeah, no, him and Leto, 
Psh, they got to figure it out. You know, DiCaprio for a while. You know? Yeah, DiCaprio. He's starting to get up there a little bit in age. Yeah, so he's starting to show it. But he still looks really good. Like, I'll tell you, he does no his age really gracefully? Yeah. Brad Pitt. He's aged gracefully, but you can, you know, like it's starting to show a little bit, yeah, but yeah, he's he definitely he, he's got like age. that rugged, good old older yeah. guy look, right? Yeah. Uh, Salma Hayek was very underutilized in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I mean, it was, but I think there was either there was cuts in this movie that were made that didn't show some of those behind the scenes of her and. That's uh, any that's any Ridley Scott movie though. There's yeah. always at least an extra hour of footage out there somewhere. I'm sure yeah. that probably would have expanded on the story more. I mean, right. same thing happened with Prometheus. Yeah, that's true. Ah, shit, the last duel too. I'm sure. I mean, the last duel had a really good flow to it. Yes, I so that, too. that was. But hell, Alien had cuts to it. Like yeah. everything, every movie he does has just chunks of the story. He ends up cutting either for time's sake or for flow sake. Right. But I think with Salma Hayek's character being the what was she uh like fortune teller fortune teller thank yeah. you you know it kind of they kind of glossed over the influence that she had on patricia's life right and the way she acted mm-hmm. you know like the movie starts out with them being just a loving happy couple that just want to be together yeah i mean you know of course she you know she saw that he was a gucci right she was, she was struck by that and love struck as well yes but- but she took him in. She she yeah. she took him into her house when he got kicked out by his father, which mm-hmm. was Jeremy Irons' character. Right. And then just like wanted to be with him. Now, granted, right. when the Gucci started coming back into play, yeah, that's when shit started turning. She exactly. like she had a tonal shift, and then obviously the fortune teller had a hand in that too. Right. So it was like, it, I mean, it, it, the theme of the movie is power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the whole like. She got corrupted first. She saw the power. She wanted it. She wanted the money. She wanted the everything. Right. And she was using Mauricio, Adam Driver's character, as her pawn to get what she wanted. And then the script flipped. Exactly. And she turned him into that and then didn't understand why he was that way. Now, granted, he kind of just went tonal shift real fucking fast on her. Yeah. Like, that could have used a little bit of expansion. Because you don't get really much into his his way of thinking too much. More or less after, right after his father uh died he kind of he started really going into that uh that mindset that mindset right you know? and it was you started to see the game she was playing as far as you know her wanting him to take more control of gucci right and things like that so it was about the time where he got he screwed over paulo yeah that she that he really yeah figured it out um yeah no when he when he ran away to Switzerland, I'm assuming that's where he mm-hmm. went, right? Went to the Alps, mm-hmm. which was funny. He rode his motorcycle all the way from fucking Italy, which I'm assuming yeah. was where they were, to the Swiss Alps. That was in the weird. fucking snow. Yeah. Was like, all right, this like crazy. That's a long ride, but I'm gonna give you that. Like, bravo. Yeah. Uh, and then he met that run girl. It's like, oh, I knew her since my childhood. Okay, that's a we're glossing over a few things here. Like we're just, Paola, yeah, we're skimming through. And then he ends up leaving Patricia mm-hmm. for, her. for her. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> like it, it was, you know, he started the weakness that he was uh, showing was that he started thinking that she was the pro the cause of all the problems in right. the Gucci family. Uh-huh. Cause he talked to her. He said, yeah, you might, 
cousin, my cousin hates me. My uh, uncle's in jail, jail because of me. Because yeah, of me and all this. Yeah, it's great. I'm doing. I'm being a great, you know, family member. Right. Uh, so I think he really put that into perspective and said, none of that was happening before you, and blamed her when it really, in a lot of aspects, was him just allowing himself to get manipulated. And this and was a things. story about decent people that became very bad people across the board. Like they just did shady, shitty crap yeah. to each other, to one mm-hmm. another. It's just amazing what power and money will do to people. Right. The second they start to get a taste of it, they just want more well, I don't more, even more. know if it was, uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with that. I don't even know if it was decent people because, I mean, you know, Aldo and... Uh, Al Pacino's character? Al Pacino, Aldo. Yeah. Yeah. And, Paolo uh, and Aldo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Rodolfo. Rodolfo, Rodolfo, yeah. Uh, were in that business for a long time. Right. And they had been doing, you know whatever necessary to get the brand to grow and all that stuff. Right. So, I mean, it was, they were already in they, that. Yeah. You were born into that Gucci name and were expected to be a certain way. Right. But the way it was portrayed up to a certain point was, is like, we're just trying to be a family that owns a company. We're trying to be together. And then the tonal shift happens and they start screwing each other over. And it just starts devolving quickly about the time she starts sticking her hands into the cookie jar. Yeah. Or making I mean, him sticking his hands was, into the cookie jar. It, it was kind of, you know, I like I agree with you on that. Uh, but, I mean, you know, reading about certain things and stuff right. like that. They, Not having read it. I'm just right. going off the movie aspect yeah. here. That's the way it portrayed to they me. Were, they were shady fighting each other. Yeah. yeah. And shady tra- dealing with each other I mean, and everything else. Paulo and Aldo immediately were butting heads because Paulo wanted to start his own line. Yeah. And Aldo wouldn't let him because he was an idiot. Right. Well, yeah. Like there yeah. was already issues, but exactly. when Patricia started to sink her fingers into everything. Yeah. Start stirring that. Well, it gave, gave him the confidence or the impression of confidence that he needed to, Hey, you need to show the world these. Now, to be fair to him, he did he did put it in the right direction. He got uh, Mauricio towards the end of the movie. He got yeah. Gucci on his feet, but then he got taken out because he was doing stupid shit on the well, side with his current he had, girl. He, you know, he brought Tiff, the Tiffany guys in uh, and, you know, got them to kind of partner with them. Right. Uh, that definitely saved the brand, helped save the brand, but he was already getting kicked out. Well, I mean, the movie. Right. Like I said, that's all I've seen. So Yeah. So, you know, in real life, he was already being forced forced out out before, way before they brought Tom Ford on. Ah, gotcha. And and then, you know, they brought Tom Ford on and it helped save the brand. Yeah. See, this is all, this is all new to me because this happened, what, in the early 90s? Yeah. That this whole time he got killed. And then 97, she went to jail? Yeah. Huh. God, I was six at the time, so. Yeah, that's a lot. Hey, what tiny little guy. <laughs> hey, what's Barney? Does Barney have some Gucci loafers? Now, so the story itself was intriguing. Yeah. right. Enough to make yeah. me want to go and read the book and kind of like learn more about what actually right. happened. The movie did a good job, I think, of portraying certain events up I to a too. certain degree. I right? do, too. I like how you kind of got the emotional so. devolvement of these characters and how she went from, I just want you back to, well, if I can't have you, you're nobody, fucking dead. Yeah. Nobody's going to get you. 
that's the fucking that's where it went all off the rails. Now there. I did like how the way that at least the movie portrayed it, right, is his last day alive, which Ridley Scott's known for doing this quite a bit more so recently. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing in Last Duel. The big climax of the movie, he showed at the beginning, the beginning and then yeah. cut back. Right. So like Mauricio's last day alive, he looked like he was having a good day and like the stress was just off of him. Yeah. Right? He rode his bike around town, mm-hmm. had espresso, just seemed like he was happy finally again. Right. Because he was happy at the beginning of the movie working for her dad yeah, and not really having any stress, but she forced him kind of back into that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like, ah, oh, finally. And then, bah, 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 like, uh, yeah. I'm dead. Yep. Just a, <laughs> and she dead looked dead. fucking insane. Like when he was at the, uh, the last show. The last, yeah. like, the, the walk, and you yeah. can see flashes of her. In the, yeah, in the crowd. I was like, what was the like, fuck is this? Like, Uh-oh. when did this turn into a horror movie? Oh. There was more tension in that one scene than yes. there was in all of Resident oh, Evil. Oh, no, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, uh, I, you know, I couldn't believe it was three hours long. It was two hours and 35 minutes. 35 minutes, minutes. yeah. It was, it, it was, it was long, but long. it went by quick. Yeah, it did. It really did. Like, there was certain, like, a few parts here there that would drag just a little bit, but it, it would pick up the pace right away yeah. and keep you back into it. And I was interested in it. You yeah. Know, interested in no, it was it. very intriguing. I, I think, you know, it would, like, with Halston, I think it could have been a series. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been beneficial to it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and if you, I, I still have yet to see that. They say that it's really good, and they do a great portrayal of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there might be one of the reasons why they had to change some of the things around to get right. the flow a little bit better. And then no, make it a bit better. It was, uh, you know what it made me think of and made me feel like I was watching in? What's that? Uh, Pain and Gain. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Kind of gave off those vibes movie. a little bit. That movie was awesome. Right. I loved it. I thought, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm cooking the fingerprints like you told me to. Yeah. Right in front of a security guard, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <sighs> you big muzzle head, come over here. Why are you talking to me like that? That's hurting my feelings. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. We're trying to, hey, <laughs> trying to keep it up front. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that movie. Oh, and no. I love every time it's like something really stupid happening. Like, yes, this, this is a true really story. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, that kind of shit you just can't make up. No, exactly. Exactly. Now this uh the part like I told you the part that bothered me is he left Patricia for the other girl yeah fucking Lady Gaga was so gorgeous in this movie like especially early like the younger days where she was just like normal looking right, and right. had like curly flowy hair and stuff like that like, here's the thing it wasn't gorgeous. about wasn't about the looks it was no about, it was it was yeah, obviously your, about the thing but yeah. it's like you went from that to that like that's total shift like we we flipped the script yeah, here I mean, it was wild. polar opposites and i get it right because he, he felt burned by her mm-hmm. he felt like she ruined his life felt like she was too controlling yep in in, in ways so he went I mean? for the exact polar opposite of her which is really you go okay was she controlling i mean in hindsight there's a lot of things that she wanted to get done right that he ended uh, up doing that he ended up doing and right. it helped the brand Right. Okay. But the methodology that she used yeah. to get it there was like, okay, let's not, you know, you don't have to destroy everybody to get there. I mean, yeah, Aldo did not want to do certain things with the brand. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, you have to, I'll say to get there. The, uh, the ending when all the, the, the dialogue came up at the end, 
Mm-hmm. It's fucking depressing. Yeah. Aldo died of uh, prostate cancer in 1990. Yeah. Granted, he was up there in age. Right. And I'm sure Rodaldo, Rafaldo, whatever his name was, I, Jeremy Ronaldo. Irons' character, yeah. he clearly had something going wrong with yeah, him. Yeah, he had lung, probably got lung cancer or something. Well, they smoke like brain chains, man. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. like goddamn, <laughs> fucking put the cig out. Jesus yeah, Christ. No um, and then Paulo died in poverty. Yeah. It's like god damn and he was he was uh well let's see what was he ceo of creative design for a little bit at the company yeah and then you know hmm. got nixed they're know, so they, used to living those fancy lifestyles and then when yeah. they get taken away they have no idea how to cope yeah there's a company and this is another fact a weirdo fact the company that owns gucci the ceo of of uh, of one of the branches of that company, Selma Hayek is married to him. Oh no shit! Yeah, he he owns his company owns Gucci, right? And a bunch of other uh, houses. He's worth like fifty four point five billion dollars or something Holy goofy like that. Fuck yeah, it's weird. It's a, it's a full circle on that. Well, so in a movie about going back to her, it was her name, Pina. Yeah. Pina. Right. Like all of a sudden, like they were talking on the phone over a call dial thing right back Mm -hmm. in the day. Yeah. Live calling in and yeah. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden they were just friends and they were hanging out. I'm like, what the fuck happened here? Right. How did we meet in person? How did you? Yeah. How are we going to the spa together? How are we going to hire Hitman together? Well, she went, remember she went Yeah, she would go her. to her office yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but you could just see that she was spiraling and was latching on right. to Patricia. I'll now, granted, back, yeah. she was showing some shit that was like, all right, are you really psychic or are you just paying really close attention, attention what the fuck stuff. is going yeah. on around here? Exactly. Because yeah. like there was a scene with uh, Mauricio sleeping with whatever his next wife's girlfriend's name. Mm-hmm. And then you see Pina's like starting to cry like, I'm so sorry. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, uh-uh. Time out. Yeah. Roll it back. Like, yeah. this ain't right. Yeah. I think, I think it was more like, like you said, paying close attention right. to what was going on in their lives. Yeah, and I feel really bad for the daughter. Like, they really glossed over how this all affected her, Alessandra. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. fucking boop. There she yeah, is. She's damn. born. And now she's she, like 10 and her dad's dead. And yep. she just walks into this house like a fucking zombie. Like, Well, there was... And it's the funny thing, you know, her sister's only five years younger than her. They never showed the other no, kid, though. exactly. That's what I was wondering. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I they're feel like a lot was worth, glossed over here. They're still worth like $400 million or something. Oh, like yeah, I'm sure they're worth a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's crazy. I mean, th- their lifestyles were, I mean, shit, they own like apartments, villas, lodges. Yeah, like exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. I- I'm barely paying off one house. Yeah. <laughs> like, goddamn. Yeah. 18th century villa. <laughs> yeah, I wish, dude. I was like, huh, maybe I'll just go to my villa for the summer. summer yeah. Oh, the cops after me? Don't worry. I got a house in the Alps. Oh, yeah, I'll be all right. With some gray poupon. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was a lot of backstabs, twists and turns in this oh, movie. Oh, lots of them. Made for a truly intriguing, enjoyable flick, though. Mm-hmm. It did, really. I, I agree. It, I always enjoy those these kind of movies that, you know delve into what really happened in this situation i think there was so much story though that they kind of had to gloss over just like some very fine details that should have been in there yeah but they hit the high points that they needed to hit i think yeah but i like you said i think they could have you know two movies 
or a, you know mini series. A mini series, definitely yeah. like a Hatfields and McCoy type mini series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been cool. Could have seen that. And mm-hmm. Ridley Scott done TV before, so oh, yeah. I mean, he did. Uh, what's that one show that he was doing? Um, fuck, it was like uh, wool something wo- raising wolves or something. What the fuck? Oh, raised by wolves. Raised yeah, by wolves. Thank you. That yeah, was good. Yeah, yeah. Good I haven't watched it yet. Is that good? Yeah, yeah. I need to watch. I've good heard a lot of good, good things. Good so. show, man. Is it the season over or is it just a mini series or? Ah, uh, it's seasons over. Okay, so they're gonna do a season two. Yeah, I don't think I think so. Off the topic question. Speaking of seasons, have you watched Wheel of Time yet? No. I've been hearing some pretty good things. I have too. I need to check it out. It's really good stuff. Have you watched both episodes of Hawkeye? Yes, I have. Good man. Proud of you. It's good, it's huh? Good. Yes. Surprised we haven't talked was, about that yet. That was pretty darn good. I'm really looking forward to the, the Swordsman. Season. Yeah. Echo. All that. <sighs> too many Marvel characters, man. There's yeah, just so much getting thrown at us now. It's like, oh my God, overload. Uh, the greatest, one of the greatest moments in that was when she, they're fencing and she's like, you're holding back. Stop. Yeah. You know, keeps yelling at him. And then tries to stab him in the face. And he... Whoa, shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was really good. Not yeah. even looking at her. I like when they do the first two episodes at once. Like, I wish they would just release the whole I season. I miss the days of streaming where it was yeah. just like, here's the whole season. Enjoy. Thank oh, you. I will. Like, you. I'm going to bum rush this yes. real quick. Take a day uh-huh. off. <laughs> That's what I used to do in uh, Daredevil. Me too. And like Jessica Jones. Like, my wife and I would come home early bring home a pizza it was typically a friday night mm-hmm. and we would just watch it until we couldn't watch no more yeah and then wake up the next morning it. and finish it yep i'd just sit there and watch and just yeah power through it it's like oh yeah this is awesome <laughs> fucking hey mm-hmm. yeah no this is uh w- let me ask you this would you were you happy you saw it in theaters or could you have waited till it was out on like digital or something you know i i think uh that's a very good question because I think I could have waited. I could have waited till digital. I mean, I could have waited to see. Right. And I, th- it would have it would have benefited. I think from streaming on an Amazon or an HBO Max. I think it would have been good. Yeah, I don't know about your theater, but my theater was fairly packed for a yeah. Sunday afternoon. I oh, mean, yeah. it was still matinee showing, but it was yeah. still fairly full. Oh, that reminded me. So, guess what happened in this showing? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Nothing. <What>? <laughs> Nothing to the extreme as last time. Dude, dude you got to really get a good better theater. You <laughs> so got to do it. I was top row again, but I was all the way to the left. There was a lady in the middle and okay. then a guy all the way at the right. Mm-hmm. Somebody was sawing logs again. I barely wow. heard him this time because the movie was fairly loud. Yeah, right? yeah. There was a lot of cool 80s music and yeah, stuff like that. The good tunes time. were, mm, I, was like, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. keep it going. And then it cut it off. I'm like, damn. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I heard him sawing logs at some point. So I'm like bending my fucking neck. I'm rubbernecking here to see if it's the same dude. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, Is it the same guy? Following me. Bitch, what are you doing here? I told take, you not to come around here no more. Taking my daily nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's nap time, bro. This is wrong movie to take a nap in. Yeah. This one's louder than the last one. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if he, that, that guy goes and like watches like the same movie a couple times throughout the day and just catches pieces of it. And like puts it together in his head, like I'm here all day, whatever. Oh, this is yep. the part I haven't seen yet. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. I don't know what it is with people sleeping in the theater. Like I, I yeah, can honestly I say I've slept in the theater twice in my life. Mm-hmm. Right. So I slept when I was at the Avengers: Age of Ultron marathon. Yeah. And they did all of Phase One and Phase Two. Came off a 12-hour shift, 
went straight into that. It started at like seven or eight o'clock at night. Didn't end until midnight the next night. Mm-hmm. So obviously, yeah, I'm going to doze off at some point for a couple hours. I mean, I'm not going to stay awake for freaking 48 hours. Like, no, hell no. So I slept for maybe three hours of that whole event during, uh, I think I snoozed a little bit in Incredible Hulk and then again in Captain America. Right. And then I really didn't sleep again after that. But that was it. And then uh, Age of Ultron, I I saw that movie like three or four times in theaters. My youngest brother, I took him and my middle brother to go see it, right. and my youngest brother fell asleep. I mean, he was like six at the time. Yeah, he yeah, he okay. he fell asleep during the Hulkbuster fight. Oh, okay. so he made me go back and take him to see it again, so he could watch the Hulkbuster fight. Wow. Okay. I fell asleep during the Hulkbuster fight. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Damn, roles have switched here." I, I was I was fucking gone. I didn't even realize I fell asleep. Oh wow. And then I hear something going on. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I I realized I fell asleep, and I looked over. I'm like, "You're still there." Okay, good. We're good. good. Yeah. Whoo! Like it was bad. <laughs> like I panicked a little bit. Now I'm used to it because my dad used to fall asleep during movies all the time. Oh okay. Now my dad always worked nights, mm-hmm. taking me to the movies during the day. I get it. Yeah. Right. Working nights is hard. Yeah. And it was only during boring movies he'd fall asleep. Like, he fell asleep during X-Men The Last Stand. Mm-hmm. Great. That movie sucked anyways. Yeah. Right? Like, Brett Ratner fucked that one. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, I wasn't, like, too appalled or anything, but my dad doesn't snore. So, I don't care if he falls asleep or not. But people mm-hmm. that are snoring, yeah, wake the fuck up. Go home. Take a nap. Take a nap yeah. before you even go to the theater. I couldn't fall asleep in the theater. I'd snore like a... Oh no, Pansy. Now, uh, it was funny during my Avengers marathon. My friend that went with me, Amber, she she woke me up and she's like, "Hey, you're starting to snore a little bit." I'm like, "I don't give a fuck. I've been awake for like 18, 20 hours at this point. Let me nap for like thirty just minutes, a little bit, just a little bit. Let me, uh, <laughs> yeah, just let me sleep. I? God damn." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. After that, I was a little more like I was like a light sleep, you know, yeah. like enough to be aware of how my breathing was mm-hmm. and everything. So. Yeah, I don't understand falling asleep in the theater, though, as, yeah. like, just a rule of thumb. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, not a good thing. All right. Uh, rate it? We haven't rated it yet. Okay, no, hit it. I haven't. I mean, 8, 6. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you, about 8, 8, yeah. 4, 8, 5, somewhere yeah. in there. Really, it was enjoyable. Like, yeah. any movie that makes me want to learn more about the events that happened. Right. Psh, yeah, I'm, I'll take that as a win. That's my whole thing. I, I was, like, very curious. I did the same thing after the last duel. Like, mm-hmm. I went looking into that pretty heavily because i yeah. want to know what the fuck was going on yeah i mean he did a really good job of showing off information in that movie yeah because like you said you know it was very uh accurate historically accurate well not yeah. only was it historically accurate but he gave all the points of view mm-hmm. which was a unique oh, take. that was very unique so to go from that to this where it was just a solid mm-hmm. through line i was like huh okay i could see how he did two movies in one year right now i wonder if like he was filming one of these pre-covid got it finished and then filmed the other one during covid and they just both happened to release around the same time that might be doable i don't know i mean a lot of weird shit's happened the last couple years so yeah who the fuck knows who knows man what else you got for this one nothing much man nothing much I, i do recommend seeing it at some point in time Yes. Oh, I agree. I mean, absolutely. You have to go to the theater. Nah. 
I'll wait till it's on yeah. physical or digital or streaming yeah. of some sort. It's definitely worth watching, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. Even if you have to rent it for a couple bucks. Exactly. Psh, rent it. It's enjoyable. If you like murders, drama, <laughs> dynasties, <laughs> Duck yeah. Dynasty, this is it. Duck Dynasty. Dude, like, I'm waiting for the... This lo- is like the polar opposite <laughs> of Duck Dynasty. I'm waiting for the uh, the dramatic retelling done by freaking Christopher Nolan of the Duck Dynasty yeah, story. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'll never happen, but watch yeah. it, man. You never know. Yeah, it's just funny. How fucking funny would that be about 20 years down the line? We get a <laughs> Duck Dynasty drama film like, holy fuck. The behind the scenes that you didn't know. <laughs> Quack, quack, baby. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. have to do my inner world. Inner in world. <laughs> where duck calls are life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Oh, <laughs> shit. All right. We're getting delirious now. Yeah. Really. All right. Anything else? <laughs> no. All right. Until next time. <laughs> Peace. I've been Kendrick. And I've been Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.